Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye Podcast. It is episode 93, and we got plenty and plenty to talk about tonight as we'll be recapping everything that happened in Aguascalientes in regards to that 2-2 draw against Necaxa. And then, of course, we're going to be giving you guys an inside preview on what to expect against Puebla in this Saturday's matchup at home at the Estadio Azteca. And then we'll talk a little bit about the Lady Aguilas and their great home win, their great road win, excuse me, against Santos Laguna and what is expected of them in the upcoming weeks as it looks like their uh, playoff hopes are still well and alive but we have plenty and plenty to talk about but don't worry I'm not here by myself as always joining me it's uh, none other than the New York resident himself Christian Rosendo Christian how are we uh, pretty good despite uh, being a new from New York being a sports fan from this city has not been the best in recent times but you know, we're here well and uh, alive and uh, ready to talk about America. No, yeah, definitely. I mean, I saw the New York Red Bulls did not make the next round of the MLS. Uh, yeah, I don't care about the Rebels. That much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, happy NBA tip-off day to you. Uh, it's the start of the NBA season. And uh, for those of you who are also vested into that sport, uh, you know, it's 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 one of those days where it's the talk of the town everywhere you go. So, you know, it'd be interesting to hear uh, a certain Cowboys and take on this but of course he's not here with us right now but he will be joining us later on as he will be hopping on to talk all things Aguilas del America as well so don't worry for those of you who have asked and for those of you who have pleaded for uh, Cowboy Dan to come back onto the show we've uh, we've been able to arrange around his busy busy schedule and he'll be joining us shortly exciting right Christian of course, very exciting. I haven't seen my, my man Cowboy Dan on the podcast in a while, so should give us a nice fresh of breath air. Yeah, very refreshing. Like they say, nothing more refreshing than a cowboy's breath. Um, They say that? I have no idea. No idea whatsoever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we're going to find out in, uh, in, in, in a little bit. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. All righty then. Uh, enough uh, enough joking around here. Let's get down to business. Let's talk all things Las Aguilas de la América. Let's get down to the nitty-gritty of what was Saturday's matchup between uh, América and Necaxa. It seems that we're finding ourselves in the same narrative this whole season. America win. America's winning, America doesn't know how to hold the lead, America ends up drawing, America gets a red card, the indisciplinary actions, Hmm. everything just seems to be coming back in full circle. And if you think about it, if you take this kind of uh, discussion out of context and and you don't place a time or a date stamp on it, some some people may think that we're talking about America from, you know, two years ago. Right. Right? So yeah, it, it it seems that we're we're really taking steps back rather than steps forward, um, and maybe we'll get into that a little bit more into detail a little bit later. But I mean, what's your take on all of this? Yeah, well, on the last podcast, I I mentioned that this was a must win, uh, meaning that obviously we needed all three points because it was getting to that time of the season where you know things are tightening up, uh, especially because we have a bye the last week, so we're going to be locked in with all of our points for that week, and the other teams will be still gaining points that could potentially move us down. So we need every single point that we can get. Um, based on those circumstances, I you know many fans will regard this as a good as a good result, but for me. I think there were very many variables in the game where America should have walked out with the victory, uh, minus of the of the red card that we received. But yeah, like you said, though, same narrative over and over again. This was the same narrative for like about two months now, and it's getting a little bit tired to keep talking about the same thing over and over again. I'm sure everyone listening to us is probably like, "Well, why am I tuning in?" Because they're going to say the same thing. You know, America is you know can't hold on the lead. You know, like you just said, in um, getting red cards, it's getting it's getting repetitive and tiring and uh when is this gonna end right it's it it's just it seems that we're in this relationship with america they keep saying yeah we're gonna change we're gonna change but we know deep down inside they're not but we're still there yeah they're never yeah loyal we're loyal when they don't deserve us um they don't (laughs) (laughs) i mean i I mean we we do have to say this much i i think most of our mistakes have come from the back and you know, and, and we knew eventually that was going to crack, right? This is something that I think we foresaw right. uh, a year ago. You know, when everyone was praising us to have this great defense, and when we went to win on the championship, and, you know, 
I think if you go back and you listen to most of those episodes, regardless of the result that America had, whether it was a victory or not, the defense was always at the center of the discussion. And, mm-hmm. you know, funny enough, fast forward, you know, a year later, it's they're still there. And I think it's because now the defense has finally reached the point where they're deteriorating. You know, we're getting yeah. to a point in which Paul Aguilar's, uh, you know, rhythm and, and ability is going down due to his age. That's understandable. That's what happens mm-hmm. to any professional. Uh, you're getting to the point where, you know, your best uh, defender at this point is Bruno Valdez. But, you know, you start looking at him. He's 27 now. And you're thinking, uh, how much how much more do we have before he gets out of his prime? Uh, right. And then you look at Aguilera, a player that we've never been 100% on board ever since his arrival to America. And, you know, he showcased it, especially even more so this, uh, this past weekend as to why it is that, you know, most fans aren't uh, very receiving of him. And then, of course, mm-hmm. the left-back situation, a, a problem that we've had since the departure of Miguel Layun and where we yeah. try to, you know, fill and, and, and place gaps here and there. And when, once you think you finally, finally have someone in George Sanchez, uh, he's sometimes been a little bit inconsistent. And when he does start finding the rhythm and the consistency that we've been wanting, uh, unfortunately, he gets played with, a, uh, with an injury. Mm-hmm. It's funny how you mentioned the, um, the, the, the defense uh, aspect of our game when we won the the title uh, a year ago, and you know, like you said, we just kept praising and praising and praising the defense, and mainly because they were scoring, they were the ones scoring the goals. As am uh, I am being one of them, and you know, we praised him heavily. And it's funny that you know a year later we're we're wanting him out. Um, so yeah, it just shows you how fast uh, a defense can change and how much of a problem it can it can cause us because it has cost us, you know, a good majority of the points this season, and you know. This problem needs to be fixed, but you know, we we Miguelera just doesn't seem to have the 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 answer for it. You know, we 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 have a couple of solutions for it, but we you know we don't see them being you know implemented in our game. And I think the main situation is is that they're not solutions that are proven, and I think that's why Piojo is hesitant on using whatever alternatives that we may think of because I think at this stage he's thinking I need something reliable I need something that's and, and funny enough that's not Aguilera um no it's not you know but it's it's it would be interesting to pick his mind and to say why why would you still be giving him chance after chance after chance and, and you know for a, a player that has been very inconsistent and I'm not talking about just this year I'm, I'm talking since his arrival to America you know yeah no 100% and you know I, I, I could understand that logic, honestly. That's actually a very good point you bring up because I don't think that's something we've brought up, you know, in the past. That it is getting uh, to this point of the season where, you know, you you don't want to really, you know, uh, mess with things because you're still trying to find that that set 11 because you haven't had a set 11 all year. So you're still trying to find that, especially with him not being on the bench makes everything, you know, that much harder. So that is a good point. But, you know, if you're still kind of messing around with the offense, why not just change one or two things on defense where it's something that we've been lacking? And that's a serious problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely something to talk about in this upcoming match against Puebla. And we'll give a, yeah. a, a good analysis as to what we think Piojo should do in that game. Because I think everyone and anyone is expecting America to walk away with the three points. But at this stage, you're kind of hesitant to even say that because mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to get out of America. And especially... Right. You know, at home because, you know, we've gone what, including the the week that America had off because of the international break. This is what three weeks without knowing what the victory is again. Yeah, three weeks. So, mm-hmm. so it's um, it's very daunting, very daunting yeah. indeed. So, let's go into this game. Let's, let's let's talk about the the very little good things that we saw. The very little good things that we we can take away from this, um, and then we'll get a deep dive into exactly what went wrong for America and what continues to go wrong for America, and not just in regards to the defense, but uh, I think there's various aspects uh, that we have to take into consideration when analyzing this matchup. But uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, the result is 2-2. Two to two. What is your, What's your take on this? Uh, like I said, not a good result for me. I needed all three points, especially get kind of that kind of that mo- uh, mojo and groove going. Um, and also the point situation, like I keep mentioning, you know, we, we need every single point we can get. Uh, at this point of the stage. So, for me, not a good result, and things need to improve. No, yeah. No, yeah, definitely, definitely. Things need to get better. 
um, just all around, I think this was a matchup in which you knew it was not going to be easy, and it's something that we spoke about on right. on the podcast last week. Is it was game was in no sense a walk in the park for America. You're going up against right. the league leaders. You're going up against a team that's actually having a much better season than you are. Uh, you know whether or not they have the the talent and the capacity that you have. That's questionable and debatable. But you know they're definitely definitely on 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 a better chemistry level than you are. And then mm-hmm. they're definitely doing things much better. So, I mean, we, we knew that this was going to be a tough match, but America had everything in their uh, arsenal to go out there and get all three points, which they almost did. Almost, almost. did. Right? Of course, and we'll talk about the mistakes and the Aguilera on goal and all of that stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I think you, I, I looked at the game and I looked at the results and, and you kind of take a step back at it, and you kind of analyze it, and you say, "Well, if it was another, if it was another game, and if it was another situation, you say, okay, you walk out of Aguas Calientes with a two-two draw, you were down a man, you were away at a stadium that's sometimes always been a little bit complicated for you, then you start thinking, okay, it's not a bad result, and you probably would have taken it at the beginning of the season, but." Now thinking about where America stands and everything that's been surrounding the team and the fact that we haven't really been consistent and I mean I'm I'm looking at the table right now the fact that you've only have five wins and you're looking at a team like Necaxa who has seven it's it's like I said daunting in the fact that you know it you can't get yourself uh, <coughs> you can't get yourself into that position because you you lack uh, uh you lack the consistency of being able to close out games. Right. Yeah. And, you know, we just keep going down and down on the table. And it's it's like you said, though, that's a perfect word daunting. You know, at one point we were second place in the season. Now we're all the way down to sixth with, you know, a chance of being of going to eighth uh, by the end of this weekend if we don't fix our our problems. And it's getting to that point where, you know, it's starting to become a, a little bit of a serious problem. Now, people might look at the schedule and say, well, okay, you got Puebla, then San Luis. So those are two winnable games. Right. Well, yeah, they should be winnable games, but in the current state of this team, it's just you don't know anymore, and that's the worrying part. That is, that's definitely the worrying part. Um, I mean, we'll we'll get into that more a little bit later, but um, you know, the game the game was what it was, and 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 like I said, we'll analyze it right now from the beginning, and it was a game in which America goes down early in the game, thirty five minute. Uh, I believe that's when Guido Rodriguez gets the red card. No, excuse me. Uh, the 38th minute of the match, it's when Guido Rodriguez gets that red card. Um, I don't know. To you, Christian, was that a red card? Um, I, I saw a lot of people debating it on Twitter, whether it was um, or it wasn't. I don't think it was, but I can see why the ref would call it. So, I mean, there's not really any point of arguing. You know, he gave the red, he even went to VAR, and then the VAR said, he looked at the replay, and then he confirmed it. So, I guess in his eyes, it was a red. I guess it could have gone either way, but for me, I don't think it really was. A yellow, yes, 100%, but a red, I think, is a little bit too harsh. Yeah, yeah. I think that was that's the perfect word. It's debatable. I could see why he gives it, um, you know. I do feel that Guido was a little bit late to that challenge, but then again, I don't think he's going in that with intention, and he's not going in hard, and I think that's one of the things that a lot of people will say is that he wasn't really going in hard, and I think once he realizes that he's not getting the ball and, you know, he puts his foot down, that he he tries to take And then nicks him in the back of his foot, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Um, I mean, yeah, it studs up either way, Um, but... And I think that's the main reason why he gets that red card. But like you said, it's debatable. And at the end of the day, we're not, uh, we're not, we're not here to debate or argue whether or not the referee is it right or wrong. I think that's the yeah. one thing that we've always said is that you know it's one of those things that you you can't control, mm-hmm. uh, and it's an outside factor. You just have to con- you have to go and play your game, which America tried to do because they were smart and they said, okay, we're gonna get, uh, we're gonna go down to ten men. So what is our best outcome? And your best outcome is trying to, you know, catch Nick on a break. And that necessarily kind of what happened with the Renato Ibarra goal. Yeah, no, it was a great goal by Renato Ibarra. But before we get to Renato Ibarra goal, I want to I wanna pick your brain on something. Um, you know, so first half ends at 0-0. And in the start of the second half, we have a, a substitute. Um, Nicolas Benedetti comes out and Ramon Juarez comes in. Um, I just thoughts on that on that substitution. 
I mean, what more can we say than it's just the most random substitution you could have thought of? <laughs> the the most Piojo substitution ever. Yes. I don't think anyone would have ever, uh, you know, guessed that. Okay, yeah, we're gonna put Ramon Juarez into this match. Um, yeah, so very strange, but it seemed to work out though. It did. Which do we give him props for that? I mean, the kid didn't play. The kid didn't play bad. He had he had a couple good you know one on one stops that you know could have prevented a Nakaxa chance and or Nakaxa goal, so I do I do commend him for I guess you know recognizing the situation that we were down a man. Um, so yeah, you know I do give him props, especially because it was a a player from from the cantera, and you know we've we've always been saying how you know we need, he needs to give other players a chance in that in that position, and you know there there he was doing that so. For that, for that moment, yes, I will give him. I will, I will give him props. It was just a very interesting substitution, in my point of view. So that that kid plays uh, center mid, right? Or that kid? I thought that kid was playing center back. I thought he was playing center, center back. back. Sorry, center back. Yeah. Um, I said center mid because I was thinking, because uh, you lose Guido, right? Yeah, you lose Guido. You lose Guido, and you think maybe if you are gonna take Benedetti off, you put in Richard Sanchez. Right. Right, and um, that's why I said sorry the the whole sentiment situation. But um, yeah, no, the kid was uh, the the kid was good in that situation. I think Piojo read it exactly what the team maybe needed at the moment, um, and it came to fruition for him. You know, definitely no, came yeah. to fruition. So it was it was nice to see him get the start and not the start, excuse me, but uh, the the opportunity and the chance to go out and prove himself. Like you said. He didn't look uh, awful. He looked, you know, he looked good with with potential. Right. Yeah, mature. And that's something yeah. that we need to keep an eye on. Oh, you know, a lot of people will question whether or not Ortega will have that same look this season. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why Juarez was there and not Ortega. Uh, not Ortega. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to wait and see. But mm-hmm. you're right. No, it's it's a good point that you brought up. Definitely a, a really really good point to bring up. Um. And then I think, yeah, we move on and, and we move on to the Renato Ibarra goal. Um, which one was a great goal, by the way. Great goal. Great uh, great goal in which, he, you know, he does a solo run. And mm-hmm. then he, he loses the ball, but then finds, but finds then, a way to get it back. Right. And then, uh, That's what I'm saying. On his left foot, by the way. Yeah. No, no. But I think there's just uh, just his, uh, his tenacity of pressuring the player after he loses the ball is what makes the whole goal, honestly. He goes, he loses the ball, yes, but he goes pressure the player. The player then is a little bit flustered, you know, and then loses the ball. And Renato Ibarra then does what I think I want him to do more is kind of challenge these defenders one-on-one. So he beats one, and he gets just enough space to to shoot it with his left foot, like you said. Curls it right past the keeper, and it's one nothing America. It's, it's, it's such a weird orthodox, unorthodox shot because it... It doesn't look like it's going too fast, but at the same time, it doesn't look like it's a very slow, savable shot. At the it's it's, right. it's odd. It's weird. Go back and check it out, guys. If you have, if you guys didn't see that goal, but um, yeah, that what surprised me most was that it was on his left foot, uh, which he's not known for. Uh, EA, if yeah. you're listening, give Renati Barra five star a uh, weak foot now because of this uh, goal. Weak foot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah, he he surprised us all, and and. Uh, that's the one thing we've always asked for Renato Ibarra. We know that he has this capability. We know he has this capacity in him, and he's in. You know, in the time that he needed to show, he did. Yeah, no, and it was good, and it was also nice to see the whole the whole bench and the whole team just kind of come together and and I guess recognize the importance of this goal. You know that they realize that they're up and you know they're about to break out of a slump if they get the victory. So I just think it was good for team morale, and you know that's something I like to see more of. Yep, yep, no, most definitely, most, most definitely, and, um, and then we bottle it, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, um, and then we bottle it, uh, it's, it's the same story again, uh, and again, and again, and again, is that America does not know how to conserve, nor hold a lead, uh, you're looking at the, the time lapse between that Renato Ibarra goal to the, uh, the, the Mauro goal from Necaxa, it's this time span of five minutes. Five, five minutes. minutes. It, usually, it usually takes teams one minute, but, you know, Nekarsa was a little bit late to the party, so it yeah. took them five. It took them five, but still, you know, 
park the bus or something. <laughs> I mean, the thing the thing that bothers me the most about this goal is it's not even the the Quiroga jump because I think he did a good jump, but Aguilera Aguilera should have done a little better on that. But it's just the fact that Calderon has so much time to just kind of pick his player, and I feel like someone should be press out pressuring him, especially when you're playing that defensive. Like you can't leave a guy like that so wide open to just pick a player like that. It's uh it's very frustrating. Yeah. I think you have to look at the build-up play of that goal and you have to signal out key moments in which America should have done better to try to close down the space or the action in, in total, right? And then you get that opportunity, they get they header it past uh, Ochoa and it goes into the back of the net and you're thinking, all right, great, here we go, right? Here we go again, yeah. Here we go mm-hmm. again. And it was definitely here we go again because eight minutes passed by and there you go. Emanuel Aguilera's own goal happens. Mm. Um, I would like to point out that uh-huh. in the last in the last podcast, I did say that Necaxa scores most of their goals in the last fifteen minutes, and here and, they are in the in yeah. the seventy third minute they score again. Uh so that was something to look out for. And I guess America did not pay attention to that. America, we give you everything you need on this podcast to walk away with the victory, and it's like you guys listen to <laughs> nothing that we say. It's not good. It's not good, hundred percent. I mean, you, you gotta, you just got, you just gotta look at the, at you just gotta look at the facts uh, that are presented in front of you, and that is, America cannot and has not been able to hold on to a lead for the majority of this season, and we're conceding a lot of goals in the final third of the match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. If there's like a switch that goes off, that these players aren't necessarily 100% focus whether the nerves get to them whether it's a mental aspect of oh here we go again 80th minute let's hope none of us mess it up and so and they just fumble it you know yeah we, we've conceded 10 goals in, in the last 15 minutes so it just shows you how bad we we don't know how to play for 90 minutes and we just get very 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 flustered in the final 15 and, and think- teams are taking advantage of it all all season long and I think that's maybe a, a lack of leadership. Oh, I, I think it comes down to that as well. You know, you don't you don't have that leadership from Paul that you really want out there, and it's costing us. It is. It definitely is. And and maybe it is that that maybe we just you know struck lightning here and and we we hit it on the head. But do you have a captain in Paul Aguilar the same way maybe you had a captain in Oriol Peralta? Well, I think I think that they they just play two different roles. I think Peralta was the was the hustler, you know, was the yeller, you know, listen guys, come on, let's wake up. Kind of kind of like that cheerleader in the in a way. Um that's the full extent, but I think you know what I mean. But yeah. but like I, I don't think he he's really that that kind of player on the field. I think he's more of a, you know, halftime talk like listen guys, you know, we we need to get back in there, do this, this and that. But you know, you really don't see him kind of telling people what to do or where to improve or, you know, to kind of motivate them. You kind of see him just going about his, his position and try to better, you know, better himself uh, so he can help the team. So I don't really see him helping others in, in a way. And I, I think that's, that's just not good leadership. That's an interesting point to be brought up. And maybe something we can analyze at the end of the season as to whether or not this was a, a, a key factor. Because I look at the squad and I look at the team and not one player has resembled uh, a leadership role, right? Maybe Guido, maybe, maybe but Guido. but, but I mean, how many red cards does he have this season already? Is this yeah, second? this is I think his second record. Yeah. So I mean, this is a Guido that we praise for not having not having any indisciplinary uh, mishaps for a, a a whole consistent year, and and it looks like he's falling back into it. Whether or not these are you know accidental accidents, then you know. That's that's mm-hmm. up to, to question, but I, I mean, look at America's last three games, you know. Yeah. yeah, they didn't get a red card against Chivas, but they got a red card against Cruz Azul, you know. And and you go back just a couple more more games past that, and you had a red card against Pumas, mm-hmm. and 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 again, it's it's the indisciplinaries that have definitely come back to to bite the team. So, yeah, no, this is reminding me of like Piojo's first season here, where everyone was so indisciplined. Exactly. It's uh, it's, it's not a, it's it's not it's not a good thing, and I, I I don't know what's got it into the players. 
if it's maybe kind of kind of like the lack of results and the lack of confidence and I just think they, they, they need one to kind of get back in the groove and everything will start you know falling into place but until then we're going to keep seeing the same narrative and I don't know if this team can hold it on that much longer to be kind of uh, tired of contenders because at this point I'm going to tell you we are definitely not tired of contenders no matter how uh, good of a squad we have if we can't get them to click at this late of the season it's going to be a rough showing in Ligia if we even make it yeah yeah that's true that's true but but there is a grain of uh, of of uh, positivity that we can take away from this, and that is that uh, the man himself, Henry Martin, continues to score for us yes, with a tremendous, yes, yes, tremendous goal. By the way, um, mm-hmm. great team up, build up play. Um, I think at the end of the day, his finishing was very uh, striker esque. You know, oh, 100%. someone who who's who was built for that finishing role and someone who's do, who who has confidence oh exactly someone who doesn't uh does not take that chance like that and um it was good to see Henry Martin get himself on the score sheet and it was a good response is you know at the 87th minute of the match so i you know there's still time for uh, another one but potentially so but still it it was good to see Henry Martin get himself on the score sheet and again it was a tremendous tremendous goal but you know the game ends and it's you know two to two at the end of the day. Uh, I I just I don't. Uh, I mean I don't know what more can we say about this game. It's just disappointing. You know this is a game we needed to win. I think the players should have drilled it in their back of their minds that we need to win, get the three points at all costs, and they just don't don't do it and they failed once again. And I don't know how many failures it's gonna take for everyone to wake up, but you know it's definitely it wasn't this week. No, no, definitely it was not. I do want to say one thing. One of our players did make the team of the week because of this game and because of his individual performances. And that is a man that has been heavily, heavily criticized in the past Henry? weeks. And it's not Henry Martin, who you oh, would have imagined would have gotten okay. himself <laughs> into that team of the week after that goal, right? Um, but yeah. no, it's none other than uh, our main goalkeeper, none other than Francisco Guillermo Paco Memo Ochoa. Oh, okay, Ochoa. Yeah, no, no, great, great performance, Ochoa. I think we need to talk about this a little bit. I think if it wasn't for Ochoa, I think America would have lost this game 100%. America, uh, Ochoa came up clutch, and and the few key moments of the match where you saw Nekaxa kind of just piling uh, it on America. And, you know, this is Ochoa that I think we all wanted to see. And little by little, you're starting to see that Ochoa coming back. Same thing happened with Marchesin. Little by little, game by game, you start seeing those little one or two, you know, saves that kind of go make you, wow, wow, what a great save. Little by little. We keep telling you guys, little by little, Choa's going to get back into that form, into the Choa that we all love and, and will cherish forever. And But this is a good start and a good performance by, 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 your, um, by your idol, Ivan. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, two huge, huge saves. Uh, one in the first half, one in the second half. Um, you know, I, I don't think it just... I don't, there's no need to break them down, but you know it, it was really two big saves, and and I know Chicken Little said it on the chat himself. Uh, if it wasn't for Memo, just like you mentioned, uh, America probably doesn't walk away with a point at all. So I mean, kudos mm-hmm. to Memo for for doing that, and um, this right. this is only gonna boost up his confidence more. So I'm I'm glad that he was able to get this recognition team of the week. Um, it's definitely gonna boost his morale. And uh, hopefully, you know, it continues to showcase and, and he builds confidence not only in himself, but in, in his team as well. Right. Another player that I think I, we want, we need to highlight and now, now that our good friend Cowboy Dan, it has joined us in the in the in the call. Dylan, how are you? Hi, Christian. Hi. Everyone. Well, 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 if it isn't none other than Mr. Dylan Jimenez, a.k.a. Cowboy Dan, we've missed you, buddy. Um. Hundred percent, but to Dylan, I think you came in a perfect time because I was just about to praise your main man, Henry Martin. Seven, uh, five goals in seven matches. He is the man of the hour for America right now. A player that me and Ivan basically wanted him out after last season, but has responded well this season. Um, being our our striker, our main source of goals. Um, how do you feel about Henry after after this match, Dylan? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I'm happy to see him get on the on the um, on the score sheet, and uh, you know, really coming in clutch towards the end of the match for America. You know, getting the equalizer um, after the own goal from Aguilera. But uh, nevertheless, you know, um, he's still chugging along on the choo choo train. So that's something that he needs to keep doing. So 
I'm looking forward to this coming week to see what he does. If Henry Martin no, yeah, 100%. was to was to win the Golden Boot this season, would you name your child Henry after him, Dylan? Yes. Well, there you have it. That's my grandfather's name, actually. Oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Alrighty. Well, so there's a there's a family connection to it already. So Henry Martin, you heard it here first. If you want naming rights to Cowboy Dan's first kid, then you know exactly what you need to do. Uh, but uh, yeah, Christian, I, I think you mentioned it correctly. It's someone that we we need to continuously kind of praise because. Uh, it's not just one week. It's not been two weeks. It's been the consistency of 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 a couple of weeks now, in which he's definitely, definitely been, uh, you know, a key player and, and a key goal scorer. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I think I've always talked about him. And and even though I haven't been a hundred percent on board with him, if it's one thing that I do see is that he does have hustle in the game, and he does do some very, very interesting runs, in which I think finally the team's starting to understand him. Um, and you know it 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 bodes well for him and the team too because you know this is a guy who no, yeah. who's coming out of injury yeah. so exactly, it's good yeah. to have him. No, yeah, hundred percent. I think just the competition it gets makes them all around better. You know, we saw Venus get to a, off to a quick start and that gets to kind of spark them a little bit too. Also, him knowing the back of his that Nico Castillo is also returning as well just kind of gives him that little bit extra energy. And he's always been that player. You know, he he feeds off the competition. He loves the competition. I guess it makes him a better player and. You know, to our credit, Ivan, we've always said that when Henry Martin gets in this consistency mode, we know he could be a dangerous striker. And I think Dil- Dylan can attest to that. But, you know, it's just some of those times, those those time lapses where, you know, he hasn't been consistent. And then that's where he does lack. And then that's when we do, you know, say the things that we do say about him. But it's great to see him uh, finally, uh, finally finding some consistency in this game. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Dylan, before we move on... Um... Anything you want to talk? Anything you want to say in regards to this Nakaxa game? I'm pretty sure y'all said it, uh, but I, I think it was a game that we should have won. Could have won, obviously. Um, some mistakes from both goals too. Obviously, the own goal, and then I think you know I thought it was kind of weird. What? Just correct me if I'm wrong. It was Bruno Valdez that kind of was kind of weird shaped on that header whenever the cross came in. But overall, I think it was a game that we should have won. Um, really, to my in my opinion. Um, Especially, uh, we didn't dominate possession as uh, that well in the second half. Obviously, being ran, uh, down a man, and you know, um, you come out in the second half, you know, still with five men, you're having six shots, five of them on target. You know, it, it's it's just mind-boggling that we couldn't find any more in the back of the net after that. But uh, a game we should have won. But you know, we take a point in a place that I, I, you know, I, I've been that we've always struggled to play in, and so now we just got to get ready for the next game. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And the next game is going to be against Puebla this upcoming weekend on Saturday. And uh, we'll get into that all nitty-gritty details in that preview to guys get you guys ready for that matchup. But before we do, before we do, we haven't given them a platform in the past couple of weeks. We've only given them a quick mention here and there. But I think it's time we dedicate a little bit of the show's time and talk about our Lady Aguilas, Dylan. The ladies have just come off a huge, huge victory against Santos in Torreon away to grab themselves all three points in a matchup in which, yeah, we weren't given the luxury to watch. But thank you to our good friend, Mr. Eugene, uh, who was keeping us up to date in all things this matchup over on Twitter. Definitely showcased that America was going toe-to-toe with this Santos team. Mm-hmm, yeah, and I, th- I think if I'm ever- correctly too i think america scored a goal early in the, pretty early in the game but it got called back and so obviously it stayed zero zero but they ended up coming out on top and winning it so you know good to see um them them getting back on winning track you know sit fifth in the, in the table right now with 25 points um you know just looking to stay in that top eight and advance in the league and then we'll see what happens from there now how many games are left correct me if i'm wrong it's eight, 18 games correct uh no well, well we had the bye yeah it's it's eighteen yeah because we had the we had the bye week yeah. at the beginning of the season yeah, yeah. so it's eighteen games so there's three games so there's three games left in the yeah season. so we got yes. no four games we got we they played Thursday this Thursday right oh yes sorry, sorry, sorry. four games four games yeah 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 you're right you're right right it is four games yeah, yeah it's four okay. games it's four games yeah because okay. they because they play they play in Thursday and then they'll turn around and play Tigres next Monday okay yeah that's that's gonna be a game, <laughs> um, but uh, it's good to see that the ladies are, you know, like you said, still on that choo-choo train, right, uh, right, Christian? 
Yeah. It's uh it's it's good to see that the ladies are you know, catching a bit of rhythm and form. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the best, but uh, you know, it's 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 something. Uh, and especially coming off a draw against Pumas in a Clásico Capitolino, in which the ladies themselves said were were motivated to kind of redeem themselves after the terrible showcase they had in Guadalajara. Um, you know, it wasn't the result that they wanted, but it definitely was a move in the right direction. You didn't lose any, uh, you didn't lose the game, you didn't concede any goals, and I think maybe that's uh, kind of solidified themselves in the defense. And then you know, you come in and you go against Santos. Well, yeah, granted, maybe Santos isn't the most strongest team, but it's an away game, and we know how tough these away games can be, especially um, in a league like the Liga Mekis Femenil, in which maybe you do have more of an advantage, depending on the team you are, of course, but um, uh, if you do you do have a tendency to have a home field advantage. But it's, it's good to see America still there fighting. Um, and for those of you wondering, after all that mayhem that was the Clásico Nacional between America and Chivas, well, the ladies are sitting comfortably, like you said, uh, Dylan, in fifth, while Chivas is in seventh place. Now, they are only a point behind, but it's good to see that the ladies have somehow found a way to rebound themselves after that terrible loss. Mm-hmm. Most definitely agree too. And so, like I said, you know, you got to get to Thursday. You got to turn around real quick and get ready to go. It's a home game, so they'll be playing in Guapa. And so they're looking to get another three points and just still move up the table a little bit more if they can. Now, against last place, Nakata, yes. I thought. And I was just yeah. literally going to yeah. say this. Yeah. If there was a game Two in, points. Which, in which Christian could predict a blowout, this is the one game I would accept it. Right. Right? I mean, it has to be, though. And I think it's good that America kind of, you know, beats up on the Kaksa if, if 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 allowed because I think it just allows them to gain that confidence and morale that that they so they, they so need heading into the year. No, yeah, definitely. Like I said, it's crunch mm-hmm. time. Definitely, agree. you 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 don't have yeah, any more room 100%. for uh, for errors at this point, right? Because exactly. look how tight this it is at, at at you know from from super geez, tight from fourth all the way down to uh, to so eighth, maybe tenth. Yeah, may, yeah, yeah, you can even argue you, with tenth. You, you pro- I'm saying. So I mean, it's 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 not an easy, uh, it's not an easy end for America. But I, I think these ladies have the capacity to go out and and get all, and get themselves not all three points just uh, this week, but you know to get themselves in in a pretty good position for the Liga, right? Uh, right, Dylan. Yeah, definitely agree, Tim. This is a big game. Huge, huge game. Alrighty, gentlemen. Anything else in regards to the ladies before we head on over to the Puebla game? No, no, just keep chugging along. Keep chugging along. It's not going to be an easy game, uh, you know, regardless of how how well you think you know uh, uh, the opposition. Uh, but the ladies have showcased, showed uh, not only just class but character as well. And, um, you know, sometimes I feel like we have relied on uh, on individual talent, but... Um, you know, sometimes you you need that in in moments of uh, in moments of the match, and so hopefully they can continue to keep showing up, and hopefully the team can continue to gel, and hopefully we get to see a run in in a Liga, which you know could surprise all of us. Mhm. Mhm. All righty. Mm-hmm. Well, don't forget Definitely that game. We're trying to get back to that. That. Yes. Oh. No. Get back to all that. Right. Go ahead. Just no. 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 no we're just we're no. all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> all right, but like you said, that's going to be at the study sticker. It's going to be on, uh, uh, Jesus, when is it? On the 24th. That's, oh, that's on Thursday. Like you said, Dylan. Yeah. On Thursday. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, hopefully, hopefully they pass the game on to the end. Fingers crossed. I, who knows? But, uh, a little bit of thir- Thursday night football. Wouldn't be so bad, right? Uh, I got a game to call Thursday, so. <laughs> I mean, either way, I'd still, I'd still watch it. Um, but yeah, uh, good luck to the ladies. Uh, we'll keep you guys up to date in regards to that matchup, whether whether or not it actually gets, uh, it gets uh, televised or not. But we'll keep you guys up to date with how the ladies did and uh, all all things regard ladies Aguilas and their season. So make sure you guys do show your support by doing the hashtag Lady Aguilas Thursday morning, and uh, if possible, hopefully uh, a very good result and a very good victory for our ladies. So. That is that, and we'll keep you guys up to date next week, and we'll recap everything that and happened. And that's the T. And that's the T. That is the T for the ladies. Sis. Ah, I don't know if that rhymed or not, but either way. 
It sounded better in my head. Please don't ever do that again. <laughs> yeah, please. Wow, wow. The, the man the man is gone for like about two months and he comes back and and tries to uh, tell me how to do my job. Just continue. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's move on to the next game and to the final segment of our podcast. It's America versus Puebla. Now, a game in which you thought, well, this should be an easy game for America. But, Christian, even though America is going Hi. up against the 18th place team of the league. Right. Yeah. We're not confident in getting all three points just like that. No, we are not confident. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a little bit disappointing to say that because I know that the, the capability of this team, the, the potential this team possesses, and, you know, at the at the level that we should be on, but we're just not there. So it kind of makes for kind of, a, you know, unusual game that we might see on, on Saturday. No, yeah, definitely. Definitely, definitely. Dylan, I mean, how is how, how is your confidence level coming into this game on Saturday? Um, I'm still about the same as I kind of went in the Nagaxa game, which I know doesn't really say a lot because I wasn't with you to preview that. But, um. You know, it's just it's just whenever the international break came around, you know, I was kind of hoping for a thing where, you know, they're, the America is able to regroup, you know, find themselves and, you know, come out and play. And, you know, you, you kind of saw that against Nick a little bit, too, especially in the second half whenever I was talking about the shots uh, that we've had, you know, six of them and then five of them on target. So, I mean, I kind of want to see a little bit more of that. Obviously, I had some things that are probably going to change, which we'll talk about later, especially not having Gizzo Rodriguez um, in the lineup. But, um we're just kind of come and wait and see. I think if I put it on a scale of of one to five, I think I'm about a solid three, three maybe, maybe two and a half. Wow. I'll give solid three actually. Okay, so you're halfway there, and I think that's that's. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a fair justification of what America has been get, at least showcased in the past month or two, right? This is exactly why we kind of on the fence as to whether or not this is going to be a rollout or whether it's going to be one of those games in which America suffers, you know. Hopefully, mm-hmm. it's not the latter because we'd expect this game to be an easy a walk in the park for America. You're talking against, you're talking about a team that's, that's yeah, they've won three games, but that means that you've only won two more games than them, right? So that that doesn't that doesn't exactly. give you most a lot of confidence. I mean, right? It's just it, it it is it is frustrating to see that you know America's coming up against a side that on paper should not even be a question whether or not that they're going to give you a challenge, mm-hmm. but. Now you're thinking to yourself, well, it, it just might be the the case that they might. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, hundred percent. And then you're going into this match. You know, you're playing. Everything seems to be going into your favor, and I think that's what I think is kind of kind of playing minds in our heads. You're going, you're going against the 18th place team, the third worst defense in the league, uh, a team that's only won three times, um, only scored 14 goals. I mean, this, this this should be an easy opponent for us, but, you know, for some reason at this point of the season, we're not that confident that we can get, you know, a good result. No, yeah. I, I mean, you, you, you laid out the facts in front of us, and and it just it, it speaks for itself. And, and I don't even think we need to speak for it, too, because I think a lot of people who are listening to this uh, will resemble the same kind of uh, feeling that we, that we have, right? It's just... Right. You should expect better, but do you know if you're going to get better? Not really. Not really. Not really. But yeah, I'm willing to it. bet that we are going to get better. And you guys are going to be very surprised by my prediction later on. Oh, God. <laughs> All I'm saying is Piojo out, Galindo in. Galindo in? <laughs> well, I mean, that's yeah. the case for this weekend as well. No, that is his case. This is the second of yeah. three matches, right? <laughs> the second of three matches. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Second of three for matches. America. This is the one. This is... How did you guys see Galindo, though, in the game against Nakaxa? Eh. He didn't do much. Dylan? I, I still felt like Piojo just told him what to do. So yeah, I don't, for I real. Really like I don't really think he had a real effect on the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> Same here. Alrighty then. I mean... I mean, in terms only do so much, I think. So, I mean. I mean, that's true. Because you, cause you know Piojo. I mean, because you. I mean, honestly, you know Piojo's still leading the training and everything, so. Yeah. Do you think he's still doing those uh, ab crunches workouts after after those trainouts? 
100% not. If he were still doing it, he would have had a whole eight pack by now. My man still having eight packs of Coca Cola, still driving them in his office. <laughs> by the way, the, the way he's looking right now. Hey, no, the man slimmed down. All right, you gotta give him that much. He slimmed down. He's all right. He's on that Herbalife diet. Ooh. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, but we'll, we'll we'll have to see. We'll have to definitely see. Alrighty. Well, uh, America goes up against Puebla in the. Uh, in the Liga Mekis, uh Jornada 15th. And uh, for those of you wondering what time that game's going to be, well, that game's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 8, Pacific, uh, 8 Central, excuse me, and uh, 9 Eastern. Now, for those of you wondering why it's such a weird schedule. Wrong. Wrong? Wrong. I have 8 Eastern. You have 8 Eastern? Yeah, I was about to say, I, I thought it was 7 for me. Yeah, I have 8 Eastern. Well, and I know because I'm, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. because they're they're switching the time in Mexico, aren't they? Correct, but I still have a Eastern. How? I don't know. I still says a Eastern for me. I'm a little bit shook. Do you, do how do we know the whole time? Yeah, see, they changed this. Oh, oh, you're right because it's on the 26th, not on the 27th. Oh my goodness! I'm ah, uh, you're right. This is who we're working with. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I you, thought I was. You hired, with. you hired this guy to be our host. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. You better chug that water right now because you're about to get roasted in the chat, son. Jesus, Jesus. All right. Well, point is, game is 5 p.m. Pacific time, 8 uh, Eastern, 7 Central, and it's gonna be at the Estadio Azteca. Uh, gonna be live through to the NA. A home game in which hopefully America walks out with the most uh, with the most goals as possible. Question is, how does the bookie how do the bookies have this game? Well, if you look at it now, no it's America at fifty nine percent, a twenty four percent chance of it ending up in a draw, and only seventeen percent chance of Puebla walking away with a victory. But is that a bit too generous to have America at fifty nine percent? No, I think I think it's just about the correct percentage. I think a generous percentage would have been around seventy or eighty. Uh, so fifty-nine, I think, is perfect. Done. Yeah, that, that sounds about right to me. All right, all right. Well, gentlemen, let's talk about this game. Christian, as always, give us your predicted uh, starting eleven. Okay, so we have Guillermo Ochoa in that. Our back four will be Paul Aguilar, Bruno Valdez, Aguilera, and Tony Lopez. Which I think he did a good job. Um, didn't really have to do much, but I think he, he held it down for us. Um, in the contention spots, I will have also Gonzalez and Richard Sanchez due to Guido Rodriguez's red card. He will not be there. On one wing, I have Renato Ibarra, and the other, Sebastian Cordova. In the camp spot, uh, Nicolas Benedetti. And up top, La Bomba, Henry Martin. All right, Dylan, would you change anything in regards to that lineup? You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. Yeah, I don't think you either. Um, and it's interesting that you put this lineup, um, even though we are missing a key player like in George Sanchez because he is going to be uh, back hopefully by next week after this Puebla game. And then, of course, you're missing Guido Rodriguez. But I think overall, you, you'd imagine this to be the, the starting 11 that America would continue to go with, no? Uh, yes. I think mm-hmm. so. Right, and I think that's the important thing we talked about. It was consistency, and and like you mentioned, mm-hmm. Christian, earlier on the show today, is uh, finding a set eleven that you're going to continue to use Which we up still don't to have, the right? Liga, you know. Right. So, hof- so hopefully, yeah, I think, hopefully, this could be it. One hundred percent. I really think with these players, I think we can establish ourselves as a as a good team, a good solid team. We just need to start getting that flow, the mojo, the consistency of playing time and I think um I think these games should should, should do it for us. Oh yeah, most definitely. Especially especially this one. <laughs> yeah. Especially especially this one. Um well I mean it's just I don't want to sound like a like a broken record here, but what does America need to do to win this game? And I think we've talked about it time and time and time again. But this time I think it's 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 gotta be done. It's you start off strong, you take the game to them, you get an early goal, you don't sit back, you go and you press them again, you get another goal, and you just can it's it's rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, right? So as right. Biojo's as Biojo's listening right now, he's saying we sit back, let them bring the game to us, and we get scored on early in the game. That's probably what's gonna happen. 
something like that. Can you imagine Piojo's just at his office? He's just playing us in in, oh in like his uh, Google Home speaker, and he's just writing down like, <laughs> like all the complete opposite. Yeah. Okay, Ochoa in, Navarrete in, deal, and then like <laughs> stuff like that. I mean, it feels like that. No, sometimes. but I, 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 no, but you you bring you bring a valid point, Ivan. And I, I, I again, you know, it's a broken record for us, but I mean, like. It, you just have to, especially if you can catch this Puebla team on the breaks early, especially with how poorly they've been doing recently. Um, and you, you, you get one, you mean you keep pressing on the gas, you go for two or three in the first half if you have to. And it's funny how you guys mentioned that because Puebla, in the first 25 minutes, they have conceded nine goals this season in the first 25 minutes. Look at your man. So he is the wanna- stats guy. So if you want an early goal, I think this is the perfect team to do it against. And I think this is the perfect opportunity for America to capitalize early on in the game and get themselves going uh, to catch that momentum and kind of lead us to victory. So what we're saying here, and, and I'm just trying to nice, cut, dry, and simple for the listeners, is that Henry Martin could potentially win the Golden Boot in this game. 100%. But we need to be finding our own cylinders. Take the shots because, you know, whoever is vulnerable like that, take the shots. No matter if they're not on target for the first few minutes, test the goalie let them know that, listen, we're going to keep shooting at you all night. Do not stay on your toes. I mean, I mean, stay on your toes because we're going to be shooting at you the whole night. So I think this is uh, something that America needs to implement them uh, with, uh, with the great force. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with the both of you here. It's it's a game in which, you, like you mentioned, fire at all cylinders, Go get an early goal. Continue to get a goal, and the most important part is just move the ball around. Get an understanding, a better understanding mm-hmm. of each other, right? You think you know these players, mm-hmm. but try some runs. Try something different. Try try mm-hmm. to exploit this defense in ways that maybe you ha- you wouldn't be given the opportunity at another stage to do so. You know, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it, yeah, it's it's America needs to be off, as offensive as possible in this game. Um, with that being said, though, I like. Uh-huh. No, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I was going to bring up the point, but I think I want to bring it up a little bit more later. But the fact that you said the team needs to be offensive, I think this is the perfect match to kind of reintroduce Nico Castillo in kind of the later stages of the match. And I say this because in the last 15 minutes this whole season, Puebla has also conceded eight goals in the last 15 minutes. So. They're not. They're they're very vulnerable when they're down because they like to open up spaces. So I think that's the perfect opportunity again to kind of maybe reintroduce Newcastle. Maybe he, maybe he can get something going. In an ideal world, in like the minute seventy seven and forward, it's Nico Castillo, Henry Martin, and Vinas, all on, and on Vinas the same in pitch. The... Listen, if that needs to happen, it's gonna happen. But you know why this? Well, you know why that's a terrible idea? Because because. because at the end of the day, I feel like they're all, they're just gonna cluster and, and clutter themselves up in that in, in up top, you know. Probably, probably. So maybe that wouldn't be, but who knows? In an ideal world, maybe they they work together and they yeah. all get themselves a goal. But uh, no, so, you're right. It's 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 a perfect game to reintroduce Nico Castillo, who's coming off that uh, injury, and uh, y- you never know. It, it could be you know the the perfect solution for America, and you know who who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe this Nico Henry partnership can actually flourish. No, yeah, and it's something I think we all want to see because I think both of them on form are are very dangerous and very lethal to any team this in this league. So it'd be nice to get them both going. No, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. What can we expect from Puebla though? Do they have a real shout at uh, causing us trouble? Um, well, in their last two games, they they drew against the lookout one one. They lost against uh, Atlas. And that was at home, so they're not coming into the into this game with the best of form because they also lost their Copa Mekis game against Morelia one nil. So I mean, they have no chance of making uh, no no chance of making Ligia, so that's out. Um, I think they're just fighting for pride at this point. But at that at this point in the stage, uh, what kind of what, kind, what pride do you have? Um, <laughs> so Dang. you didn't have to drag them, dude. You didn't have also, to drag them like that. Also, also they have. Uh, they they're not really doing good good in uh, in Copa Mekis either so th- there's that as well so I don't know I just think this team is very beaten beaten up um, I could just take it to them man and you know what this needs to be the game where we kind of abuse them in a way yeah you, you you have to go out and you know send a message basically yeah in a sense you know mm-hmm. but I mean we're subjected to our own 
uh, our own our own downfall because I think if Puebla does get an opportunity, if Puebla does have a chance of putting America on their toes, oh, it'd definitely course, be yeah. from our own defensive mistakes. In a game in in sorry, not in a game, in a year in which we have not gotten a clean sheet in what? God, I think Forever. four or five games, maybe even more. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more. Um this is the one game I call out to the defense to hold on for dear life and get a clean sheet. Right. Like, you don't understand how much that motivates you, even if it's against Puebla, which I know which right. is ridiculous to think that that can somehow motivate you, but you got to take what you can get. And if America can get the clean sheet in this game, I, I, I can see them maybe solidifying themselves in defense a little bit more. And then, you know, if they can steamroll this game in, in regards to scoring goals, then, uh, you know, what more do you want? You get confidence from both ends of the pitch. You haven't had a clean sheet since Morelia. Wow. That's, that was like mid-August. Yikes. So That's terrible. Yeah. That's very which, terrible. In which you won and the goal scorer was uh, Benedetti. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! Wow, it's been so long. <laughs> it's been so long. <laughs> oh man! But unless you count that that draw against uh, Chivas in Chicago, yeah. No, no. Okay, I was there. <laughs> okay, then, then so, uh... there you go. See then, then. Last clean sheet. There you go. Never mind. There it wasn't Morelia. <laughs> but still, I mean, you need this clean sheet against uh, Puebla. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I feel like we're bashing Puebla. I mean, I'm bashing Puebla 100%. But it's not like they don't have good players. I mean, they do have Chumacero. They do have Cavallini. They do have Acuna. So they, they do have players that can potentially, you know, mark a difference for their team. And if they do get a chance here or there, these are definitely players that are capable of converting. Hey, so do they still have, America uh, still has to... Do they still have Chepo Guerrero on their team? No, huh? Chepo Guerrero? No, I don't know. They don't. No. No. I wonder where he went. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder where he went. Either way, I'll you're right. Do some research. He has, Chat, he has, if you know where he went, let us know. <laughs> he uh, Christian brings up a point. There's players that can cause yeah, cause danger for America. So it's not going to be an easy walk in the park. And like we said it time and time again, whenever it comes to playing against America, the, the, the teams seem to find their, their form like mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. So. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. It's. But I think we can expect a good game, right? A good game for us. Right? And and, and a game in which Americanistas can sit back and hopefully enjoy the game, right? And I think that's the most important part. You can enjoy this game. Hopefully. Hopefully. If what, if, if what we say comes true, which, by the way, hardly ever happens because Piojo definitely listens to us and does the op- complete opposite, like Dylan says. Um, so, you know. Fingers crossed that America actually ends up doing what they need to do because at the end of the day, it's 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 beneficial not just for the fans and f- but for the team in general. Yeah, no. At, like I like I keep saying, at this point, uh, at the season, you need every bit of confidence you can get. And if it's beating up on Puebla, then it's beating up on Puebla, and it has to happen on Saturday. And that's the thing that it's just it's so late into the season that you that that, that we still haven't found that rhythm. And we're in the same boat as the ladies. It's four games, four games left in the season. Mm-hmm. With a total of twelve points, like you, you need to, you, you need to get yourself there. You just have to. Right. Mm-hmm. So. And what way? What better way to do it than do it late in the season? Kind of getting in gear for for the game, just riding it throughout the league year. I think that's perfect for us. But we need to find it first. We can't just say it and not have it because we have we don't have it. So we need to find that form. We need to find that groove and just carry it, uh, carry it with us. Nice. Perfectly said by Christian. Perfectly said. Thank you. By the way, uh, Chicken Little has uh, responded to us and uh, said that he's adorados. Chepe Guerrero's adorados. <laughs> Look at that. Adorados. Was the right hand nice. man to Maradona. Beautiful. But and of course, Gadi comes in. Hi, hi, Gadi. Nice to see you here. We'll try to we'll try to erase that. Uh, ch- uh, that comment. How do you block a person here? How do you block? I don't know. I just blocked her on Twitter. I don't so. know. I'm kidding, no. Yeah, I Thank blocked, you. I, I blocked that. Thank group. you for the support, Gotti. Even though you uh you 
you mean harm to our team. But it's okay. It's all it's all it's all fun and games in the world of professional professionalism. Um, but yeah, it uh, should be an interesting game. Now, with that being said, what is your gentleman's predictions, Dylan? I'm throwing it to you first because you haven't been here a while, so you get uh, you get the honors. What is your prediction for uh, you got first Saturday's legs. game? Yeah, I'm gonna pass this off to Christian because Ivan, I don't want to answer that first. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Wow, I think I have a chance at first. What do you think, Dylan? Yeah, Ivan never goes first. He always yeah, he passes it off first. to one. Just because you're the host doesn't mean you always have to go last. All right, all right, all right. I will go with my prediction. Wrong. I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> I am going with the four-one America win. Why don't you give me a clean sheet? Why? <laughs> because we don't deserve a clean sheet. Do you yes, see what we have Christian, starting in our center? Yes, we have yes. Aguilera as our starting center back. Yes, Christian. Yes. 4-1. I'm sorry. I want the clean sheet as much as everyone else does, but I just don't see this defense stopping a goal from, from even Puebla. I think we're still going to get off-score by Veracruz, to be honest with you. Without without this defense playing, this is uh, it's... We just can't seem to stop a goal for our lives. So four one America, and um, and uh, yeah. All right, Dylan. I got three one. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? Yes, yeah, Christian. You know what? Louis was like America three two. America three two. Ochoa se come dos. Like, come on, guys. Where's your guys' confidence here? Uh, we have confidence that we're gonna win. I have confidence that we're gonna kind of abuse Puebla. Aguilera, dude. Aguilera, come on. Yeah, come on, man. Come on. Man. Oh my God, Chicken Little said Puebla's goal is going to be another Aguilera on goal. <laughs> I can see that happening, honestly. Look, I'm going America three Puebla zero, and that's it. Nothing. That's, that's a great it. result. You heard it from here. You heard it here first. That's it. Clean sheet, three goals for the attack. What more do you want? Bring on the next one. And that's the T. There you go. There you go. I mean, it's 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 understandable that you guys think that we're not gonna get the clean sheet, but still, I I want it. It'd be nice to get a clean sheet. I just don't see it happening. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, but uh, like I said, you guys can tune into that game live on Saturday at uh, gonna be broadcasted in the N, and it's gonna be at uh, five p.m. Pacific time, seven Central, eight Eastern. And uh, like you, like I've always like I always always say, if you guys for some reason are unable to catch that game, you guys can follow it live with us over on Twitter. Just follow us at Resaca America US or on Instagram at Resaca America underscore US. We'll keep you guys up to date with all things in regards to Las Aguilas de la America and what is going on in that game. It's a home game, so we expect nothing but the best for this team. Question, uh, how many fans do you think are going to end up showing to that game? Uh, yikes. But, but, uh, I mean, it's 8 o'clock game, actually, so I don't know. It could be it's it could be uh, interesting. Uh, actually, no, 7 o'clock, right? Yeah. My bad. Seven o'clock game. Um, it could pose for an interesting attendance. Um, this is a game where I think most people would be confident that America would win. So I think a little bit more people would show up. I, I'm at least hoping, at least hoping for forty. I don't think we're gonna get forty. I think I'm being a little bit over over anxious, but you know, forty would be nice. Dylan. Twenty six thousand four hundred thirty seven. Which is probably the most realistic answer, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I, uh, you know, at the end of the day, hopefully the the fans do end up showing up. It's just, you know, it, it, it's disappointing. It's a, honestly, no. it's disappointing. It's it's a little bit sad too. Honestly, we're the biggest club in Mexico, and we can't get forty a weekend. Uh, every time we play a home game, I I, I think a lot of things factored into that, and that's a long discussion that no, we're yeah, gonna I have know. right now. Yeah, you know, yeah, we're not gonna. Have, I think I think we could talk about that for a whole hour. To be honest, yeah, we really could. We really really could. But yeah, uh, well, hopefully the fans. Maybe we'll save that for. Yeah, we'll save that for a late night episode. Definitely. We're kind of, we're kind of in, in our feelings, you know, listening to Drake and all that stuff. 
And like, and then you just pop the question, why don't fans show up to the Azteca? <laughs> and then we just get into it. Well, talking about fans and showing up, America just announced that their tour Aguila is coming back to the States this uh, November. America is going to be going over to Houston, which is what? Like about H-Town. Yeah, H-Town, which is about what? A couple miles down from where our, our good cowboy lives his luxurious life. And uh, a couple miles. Quit lying to the people. <laughs> <laughs> a couple miles, I wish. How far is it, Dylan? Educate the man. Like, like over 300 miles. So it's like six hours. Wow. Well, either way, America's going up against Monterrey in H-Town. Should be an interesting matchup. It's the third time America goes down to Houston in this year alone. That's uh, That's got something to say, right? Yeah, the H Town fans are amazing. I wish we could somewhere we can. You know the meme we put the H Town fans over there, like the SpongeBob yeah. meme. Yeah, we should do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's uh, um, it's Houston's a great atmosphere. Yeah, it is. It it, it has been, and uh, you know, glad for the fans that are over there that they get to experience this as well. Um, so yeah, uh, if you guys are in Houston and are and. Uh, you know, wondering how is it that you guys can get tickets? Tickets do do go on sale for the general public uh, tomorrow, which is going to be the twenty third. So, I mean, it should be interesting. Should definitely, definitely be interesting. Um, I mean, would uh, the question has been asked by Louis? Is Ivan willing to drive to Houston? It's a twenty three hour, uh, twenty three hours. Which is which? You are right, Louis. By the way, I I, I did look for it in uh, on Google Maps, and it is about twenty three hours. Am I willing to make that drive for you guys? Of course, but not for Dylan. So no, I probably wouldn't make it. So nice. Pretty much. That's 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 pretty much it, right, Dylan? I mean, you did come see me to in Dallas, but I guess just hurt my feelings again. This man, this man off it. the mic does everything to roast your host, and the one time I come at him, he's playing the victim. False, negative. Dylan never says anything about Ivan off, off, off camera. False. <laughs> all right, all right, whatever. We're getting out of out of context here in regards to all things. Las Vegas, Las Vegas. This is but all this is really for couples therapy. We're, really... We have a session tomorrow. We'll take care of this tomorrow. Um, wow, couples, couples, couples therapy. You guys are a couple? What? It's couples therapy. I didn't agree to this. In in the sense of hosting and co-hosting. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. Dylan, Christian, I don't know what you're I, acting. Notice like you how I didn't invite you to Christian. <laughs> All right. Crazy. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that concludes the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, like we mentioned, America going up against Puebla should be a good game. Hopefully, a rollout of goals. And hopefully, even though these two gentlemen and most of you don't, uh, agree or think that it can happen hopefully a clean sheet as well without further ado we will catch you guys next week as always here on the EY podcast on the Resaca America Network and uh, you guys can always stay tuned with us in our social media platforms whether that's Twitter or Instagram you guys can see it right there at Resaca America US and or at Resaca America underscore US and we'll keep you guys up to date with all things Resaca America come interact with us come talk to us we're always willing to uh, to go and say hi to you guys as well we love you guys thank you so much we'll talk to you guys soon and uh, anything else you gentlemen want to say before we sign off Astros and Six Astros and Six interesting I can't say what I want to say now about that show. So I'm just going to go by saying thank you to all the fans who joined us tonight in the chat. We see you guys. We try to interact with as many as we can. Um, once again, just thank you for showing up uh, every week. Thank you to everyone on the chat. Thank you to Jonathan. Thank you to Louis. Thank you to Luis Paredes. Thank you to Chicken Little. Thank you to Gadi for coming on. Thank you to George Medina. Thank you to every single one of you guys who have made it possible for us to be where we are today. And to all of you listening on SoundCloud and iTunes and or Spotify, uh, we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And we'll see you guys next week as always. Gentlemen, as always, thank you so much, Christian, for coming on. Favorite time of the week? Favorite time of the week? Nats and six, baby. Oh, all right, all right. Dylan, uh, a pleasure as always, Cowboy Dan, making this uh, special appearance. My cameo. I needed to. It was overdue. It was overdue. It was like Oof. those end credit scenes of, of a Marvel movie, right? <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. Definitely. All righty, gentlemen. You guys have yourself a wonderful night. To every single one of you guys, we'll see you guys next week as always. Uh, take care and arriba la America. Good night, guys.